Our story begins with war. A clashing of gods so destructive that nearly two-thirds of the population would not survive. They call this time the Calamity. In an effort to escape the decimation of the surface world, five families took refuge in an isolated area of the Underdark, drawn in by the innate well of magical power. Only to find that they were not the only ones drawn to the magic, and the denizens of the Dark would not let it go so easily. War waged both above and below. Until a device was crafted, an accumulation of five crafts bound as one to push back the evils of the darkness from whence they came. Now, centuries have passed, and a city has been forged in total isolation from the world above, and as such, the nameless city has known peace. However, nothing good ever truly lasts, and the darkness has always promised to come back. Now, faced with a resurgence of evils long since put at bay, three champions must rise, tasked with gathering an army strong enough to push back the darkness once and for all. These unsuspecting heroes must brave the world of the surface and the unknown dangers that lie in wait in order to save their city, their people, and any hope for the future that remains. Jazara Telena, a half-drow gloomstalker ranger, tasked with the protection of her companions and burdened with a dangerous curiosity for the unknown world above. She hunts the darkness with arrows more precise than the morals that dictate her aim. Ashakel, a dampier twilight cleric who walks the fine line between knowledge both sacred and forbidden. Under the caring eye of the Moonweaver and the otherworldly gaze of haunting red glow of the moon Brutus, she toes the line of darkness and light to bring forth the magic of twilight. Valkaria Nykor, a tiefling shadow sorceress, coalesced from arcane shadows and carved from the frozen flames of the deepest pits of the Nine Hells. Youth and duty clash within as the world before her unfolds. Okay. Valkaria. You yes. have danced the night away. It was wonderful. You had a good time. You learned that dancing could be fun and not the excruciating lessons that your mother put you through. And after a night of revelry and just kind of the first time you've gotten really a chance to relax since you've come to the surface, at least in a way that's not like post-battle, post-almost-dying, post-somebody-else-almost-dying, you've actually just been able to have an evening that was genuinely fun but the fire has dimmed what is fun, no. what, is fun? <laughs> what is fun but the fire has dimmed the people have gone most of the people have uh, gone off some are walking back to the wistful waters some have walked further on where you know that the camps and the tents uh for a lot of the people who are staying here who couldn't get a room in the wistful waters um, because to be fair, while a couple of golds not super expensive to you, it is a lot of money. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, there are a lot of people who've camped out and for the most part, there's not a lot of people around. So, uh, you and your friends are there along with Alfendrin and it's about two in the morning. Val is going to 
plop onto one of the logs, like mm. on her back, put her arms behind her head, mm-hmm. and just lie on this uh, on this log. And <laughs> I'm assuming Alcindor will sit down on the same log as her, um, but she can't. Like he kind of struggles because she's got her whole body on it. And Val decides to lift her legs up so he can sit down, and she just flops her legs back onto his lap. Like I'm not moving. I'm comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> we are we are in full revelry comfy mode now. Okay. Uh he and chuckles Asha's a bit. Just like, uh-huh. <laughs> Asha's yeah. not even gonna get involved in that. She's just gonna find a rock or something. <laughs> Away. It's Away. Like, Jazara is like keeping an eye shot, but she's also like looking around because there's not a lot of people out and it's dark at this point. So she's kind of staying by Asha, but just kind of like He's starting to like be more watchful of the area. Um, and Haltendron kind of looks at you and he says, Well, I do hope you enjoyed this evening. If you will allow, I would like to walk you and your companions, which he gestures to on the other side of the fire, back to wherever it is you're staying for the evening. How about Don't get in the car? Don't get in the car. <laughs> Don't get in the car. I mean, eventually you're gonna just, it's just gonna sink in your head, so. I'm trying here. <laughs> to be fair, he doesn't have a car. He's just offering to walk you okay. guys back to the okay. inn. He doesn't come back to your hotel. You don't go back to his hotel. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Proceed. Uh, Val's gonna cock one eyebrow at him and look at him and be like, how about you carry me back to my place? <laughs> Ma'am, we'll night. Ma'am, <laughs> I don't want to move. Ma'am, <laughs> are you and Asha having this conversation? Because I feel like you and Asha are having this yes. conversation. Yes, we at are. that point, Jazara just kind of like she'll walk up and she just kind of like half like nods at Althindran and she just kind of like plants her foot like on your side and like get up or I'm pushing you off the log. No, yeah. I dance too far, too much. Get up, or I'm pushing you off the log. Three, two, fine. (laughs) And Althandron chuckles, and, and like, he gets up, and with all of you. And Jazara just kind of points down the path, and she's like, all right, march, let's go. Val starts to actually march, just to be a pain in the ass. Jazara rolls her eyes and just looks at Asha. (laughs) Asha says nothing because, no. Now it is 2 a.m. <laughs> Asha wanted to be in bed a long time ago, but she's being a supportive sister. It's like she is mm-hmm. making a valiant effort. And it is well noticed, even if it's maybe not as much noticed by Valkar in this moment. So Val is uh She's overly tired, overly stimulated. She's just Delulu at this point. Spoopy music. Mm-hmm. March, march, march. I'm march. marching. I'm marching. Valkaria marches off, and Jazara and Asha and Althendren follow behind. Althendren kind of walks closer to Valkaria, and Jazara and Asha kind of walk, I imagine, a little bit behind. And as you're walking, the distance between the Wistwaters Inn and where this festival is being held isn't particularly far, but given the late hour and the thick fog that has blanketed the area, it seems to be a bit of a distance. 
the path is covered in fog in every direction and you can only see a few feet ahead of you at any given point in time but what was once a bright and happy place has been dimmed with the darkness of the night and perhaps just the exhaustion of the day but you continue down the path and as you do i would like everybody to give me a perception check Twenty-two. Twenty-two? Great. It's gonna be that kind of day. Five. Five? Alright. Uh, well, Val's been- that, Val's had a, a day already. Like, she's having fun. <laughs> like, she's not really paying attention. Val's had some bevies. Val's kind of gaga right now over her mans. And, Asha, as you're- as you're walking, you just- out of the corner of your eye, you catch movement running quickly past you in the fog, off the path. And as you turn, you just make out a large animalistic shape. You're not quite certain what it is, but you did notice something as you look off the path. And, and it has run past you in the direction of what you know is the forest beyond. And Asha's going to come to a dead stop because she's not really sure she saw something, but she's pretty sure she saw something. <laughs> you know? Very she's true. like She's debating with herself whether it's the exhaustion, and then she kind of gives Jazz a, a tap, did tap. you see that? Did, did, did you see it? See what? The thing. In the fog? <laughs> yeah, something, I don't know what it was, but it, it moved that way. And you see Jazara, like, she kind of, like, pulls out her bow and an arrow, and she says, I didn't see anything, but if you did, it's probably best we keep close to the others and get off this path as quickly as possible. And Asha's gonna draw her dagger, um, and kind of move that shield that she always has with her into a little bit more of a ready position. Okay. Um, Althindran, like, clocks you guys doing this, and he kind of raises, like, an eyebrow, and Jazara kind of, like, nudges her head at the fog. So he pulls out a sword and he just kind of stands a little walks a little closer to Valkaria as you guys move through the fog. And our little squishy buttercup up at the front is none the wiser. Has not la, noticed la, a la, damn thing. La 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 you can see what looks like a faint light kind of bobbing up and down slightly erratically on the path. And it's about this time that on your horns, your little marble eye kind of starts to tap repetitively at your horns and kind of just seems to be mildly freaking out. Val's just gonna like mid-marching whatever Delulu world she's in, just gonna slow down and stop. Because mm -hmm. she's learned that, you know, marble eye excessively tapping on a horn is a sign of danger. Well, she's never she's experienced that yet, though, to be fair. You well, okay, even... it's a sign of something is wrong. True. Because he's usually pretty quiet. Yeah. But she's going to slow down and stop and look around, look for her friends. And she'll see Jazz with her bow out and Asha, like, I guess... Asha has her shield dagger out. Dagger out. Shield and dagger out. And then we'll look at Alfindrin. Whatever he's doing. He has, well, he has one of his two swords out. out. Yeah, he has one of his two yeah. swords out. 
and just what I miss. And uh, there was something over, I don't know, just be on your guard. Okay, that's helpful. the fog's a little dense. And Althindrin okay. will the heebies. Althindrin will look at you and he looks at your marble eyes and says, Is your little friend okay? Uh, no, I don't think he is. He's been tappa tapping on my horns. That usually means something isn't right. Well, let's make sure we stay close, then. And he takes a step closer to you. <laughs> and despite the possible danger, Asha is going to take the time to roll her eyes and <laughs> choke back a deep sigh of... <laughs> Zara is trying so hard not to laugh next to you, and she's just, like, trying so hard to focus, and she, like, keeps, like, scanning the nearby area, but it's, it's real hard just not to be like, oh my god. So, uh, Val, you have noticed that there's some kind of light further off down the path, and as you guys get closer, you notice that there's this little small spirit lantern, and it's kind of bobbing up and down very erratically, and you've seen them throughout the day floating around the festival, the Wistful Waters. Um, they're usually pretty large, maybe about a foot uh, tall, and they just kind of float around themselves. They almost seem like they're animated objects of some sort. And you're not sure you'd label them as creatures, but they are definitely some kind of... They're living in some form. You're not entirely sure what. But this little spirit lantern, as you get closer to it, you can tell, like, has a crack in one of its planes of glass. And some of the filigree decorating the outside seems to have been bent and chipped. The lantern is bobbing up and down and as you kind of get closer and some of the fog starts to part you can see that it's bobbing up and down around what looks like the shattered remains of a larger spirit lantern that has been smashed on the ground i was gonna slowly walk up to that and like try and inspect okay roll me an investigation check please investigation 14. 14. You can tell that this larger spirit lantern looks like it was thrown into the ground and perhaps even kicked further down because it not only is it smashed where it is, but there's pieces of glass that go further up the trail. And as you glance along the trail of glass leading forward, you can make out a shape lying on the path ahead. Give me a perception check. Asha as well. Oh, wow. Nat 20. Okay. Alright. Nathan did very well, too. Uh, 15. 15? Okay. Um, then you guys, you see as you look down the path, uh, Valkaria, you're, you're staring at the little shards of glass from the spirit lantern, and that's when you spot from those little shards surrounding it in little splatters at first but progressively get bigger as you look further and further down the path is dark splatters of blood you can see it starts small and then just gets bigger and bigger and as you look further and further down the path you can see a dark shape lying on the path covered in blood jazz yes do you see what i'm seeing (sighs) I'm afraid That's to ask what good. you see. Blood. Lots of blood. 
Jazara kind of knocks her arrow at that point, and she says, "Why is it always blood? Why is it all? Why is it never like, hey, I found gold, or hey, I found like the key to the universe? No, no, we find danger. Why is it always danger?" And then from Asha's hood, you hear as Sir Goosington like pokes his head up, and he seems to have just woken up from a nap, and he just very loudly in her ear, Asha, you hear something. <laughs> Funny, I heard it real loud in these headphones. Um, yes, Goosey. Do you, you, you know what's going on, Goosey? And he just kind of like settles okay. into your cloak and she says, and Jazara's like, I stand corrected. We find danger, weird, strange people and things, and geese. Mm-hmm. Correction, mm-hmm. geese that like danger and chaos. Geese that cause danger and chaos. Let's be clear. That too. Mm, I'm pretty sure he's responsible for war crimes we're not aware of. One of them we are. We'll talk about that later. (laughs) (laughs) Alvin is just staring as this is happening and just kind of raises an eyebrow and kind of like looks at the goose and then looks at the three of you and then just focuses more on the pressing matter at hand of the dead possible body down the path. And he starts to very carefully starts making his way towards this body. And are you guys following? And if so, who is going first? Alfendrin's in the lead. Um, Asha is definitely following. Okay. Because she's gonna see if there's anything. Because if it's a body, she's gonna see if she can tell. Okay. If it's not already dead. Val, are you hanging out with the spirit right lantern, or are you going with your boo? Uh, Val's going to collect the shards of the lantern. I'm okay. not sure what she's going to do with it yet, but just seems like the right thing to do. Okay. And follows Althendrin. Alright, the little spirit lantern that's shakily moving along, you can see Bob's uh, very close to you as you pick up the pieces and just kind of like starts following you. And very, it, it's flying and floating behind you, but it's very shaky about how stable it is. But it does mm. start to follow you. Okay. And it's made much the connection. Yeah, it's much smaller than the other one. It's maybe only about five <clears throat> inches rather than about the foot of the sun. Uh, okay. Which is about the other one. But you pick up as it's many amazing. pieces as you can. And Jazara stays with you until you're done, and then she'll walk with you further along the path. Do you make slow, cautious uh, steps towards the figure? And you can see as you as you get there. This figure is laying face down. Their clothes are shredded along with much of their flesh, almost as if whatever killed them filleted them in a vicious attack. Blood covers the road along with torn pieces of cloth and strange long marks gorge into the stone of the pathway in sharp, jagged lines. I want everybody to give me an investigation check, please. Twenty-one. Twenty-one? Okay. Nineteen. Nineteen. Zara gets a non-natural twenty. And as you, uh, Val, as you kind of, you're looking around and you kind of get the sense that there's been some kind of, obviously, a very vicious attack. But it's odd to you that it just kind of continues down the path this way. Um, But as you kind of start to walk around, you see that it looks like the body with the long jagged marks actually appear to be claw marks though they are so large and the claws are so deep 
that you have no clue what this creature could be. It must just be massive. And as you look at the wounds, like, on the body, and you maybe move around to the other side, for the very first time, you get a good look at the person's face. Tan skin gives way to dappled fur, now soaked in blood. A bandolier of knives strapped across their chest is torn to pieces and clings to their body only by threads and is completely devoid of the ornate knives you had seen there only a few hours earlier. One of their horns in their head is broken, but it is their eyes that truly give you pause as they stare with unseen horror into the fog. One of their hands, the only one you can see, is stretched outwards towards the fog where you can just make out faint lines of a blood trail that goes off the path and into the forest beyond. Whatever horrors Vickle the satyr witness before their death, you can only imagine. Well, that's definitely not a good sign. And you see Jazara standing next to you and she kind of leans down and picks something up and she shows you one of the knives that you had just seen Vickle use in their show with the acrobat. You recognize him, Jez? Unfortunately, I do. I don't know what could have done this, though. Whatever it is, he was terrified. And there's another blood trail leading across. Seems to go further into the forest. Shall we investigate? Not at all. Okay. I don't want to see whatever killed this thing, and quite frankly, the fact that it managed to jump one, possibly two people out here, and take them so unawares that nobody else seems to have found out. I'm not really interested in meeting that kind of a creature, are you? Technically, no. What do you mean, technically? Just another puzzle. I mean, we're going to come across so many of these. You're going to come across so many dead bodies? Knowing our luck, probably. <laughs> We've been kidnapped by cults. We've, you know, dragons in, in ice walls. Like, come on. Do you really think we're not going to come across more of this random shit? I mean, the surface world seems to be just as dangerous as your mother feared it would be. I have a... I'm going to ask Alfindrin here. <laughs> okay. Do you recognize this any not the person but (laughs) do you recognize this wound pattern at all does this seem like a creature you've encountered up here on the surface that's pretty good uh he kind of leans down and he looks at the claw marks first on the road and then on the person and he says the overall shape of them me would speak wolves however i've never seen one quite this big but the forest oh, to the south is corrupted with the darkness and is known for its changed creatures. It is possible Great. that one of them has come too far north and has done this. Because no natural creature I'm aware of can manage something quite this big. How big was the creature you think you saw in fog earlier? It was large enough to be noticed in the in the rolling fog, but I didn't get a very good look. He, it was quite, I don't know if I would say person-sized? It was probably cow-sized. Moo. Well, was tall, definitely not a cow. 
<laughs> You've met those already. So I would. You know, it's uh, not a cow. Remember? Do you remember the cows? Yes. Um, yeah. It was. It was pretty big. I could just see Valkaria standing over a dead body, going moo, moo, <laughs> <laughs> moo. Every time Asha says cow, moo. Okay, I'm not saying that anymore. <laughs> no moo. I can just see it like he just on instinct, just like I'll just like it was maybe about the height of a like a cow or something, and Val's just like going moo. Because uh, Ani would. I know. And Asha's just trying to have a conversation <laughs> with Elfin because he's the one that asked Val the question. Oh yeah. So. For you. Oh yeah. Uh, before Althendron uh, gets a chance to ask you any more questions, standing further down the path, emerging from the fog, is the festival. He makes a very oh, yeah. quiet approach. He stops maybe about 20 feet away from you, though. And as he just, you didn't hear him, you didn't see him, he just practically materialized from the fog. As Val goes to, like, get up and She's gonna say something snarky to Alfindrin, mm -hmm. but she notices the uh, festival king and just goes, "God damn!" Hi, hi, and I just kind of imagine that everyone kind of just moves kind of instinctively together because mm -hmm. it's an us against them. We don't know yeah. what the fuck is going on. Yeah, Val, uh, like uh, Dazara raises her bow and Alfindrin grabs his other sword. And the festival king Val falls on her ass. There you go. Val you you trip over the legs of the body and fall on your ass. Uh, yeah. And uh, uh, you see the festival king kind of steps forward and says, It appears our festival is wrought with tragedy. No, I'm sorry. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I know, I'm not, I'm ignoring you. I, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out like what even would be a good question like <laughs> did you know about this and i don't know kind of not a great question you. it's 2 a.m <laughs> he kind of looks at you and he says i was not aware of something horrible happening but unfortunately it will not be the first horrible thing that has happened since the festival has begun you would all be very wise to return to your sleeping quarters for the evening. We will take care of this ourselves. And as you, as he says that, you hear a noise behind you, and you can turn around, and emerging from where you had come from the path is the Red Queen, and she steps on uh, much closer to you than he is. She's only about five feet away from you at this point. And uh, he says to you, we will take care of the bodies, and he kind of looks around, and he looks at the blood that kind of leads off the path, and see if we can find Selena, as these two never went anywhere without one another. And there's a bit too much blood for a single person. Hmm. Yay. And Asha's a little, it's like standing ramrod straight because now there's this other person much closer, <laughs> and that is not cool. Val's tail is twitching. She doesn't like these kings and queens. They they creep her out. Yeah. That's fair. They are very creepy. And uh, Al um, Alfindrin's kind of standing next to Valkaria, and he like helps her, helps you to your feet. 
Val. And uh, he does kind of stand between you and this Festival King as he, as he kind of just like stares at the Festival King, who makes a very slow walk forward towards the body. Val is still twitching because she's right by the body. It's just like, please don't. Mm. And uh, so Ash is going to be like, all right, well, we'll get out of your way, um, ladies. And Althindrin, let's hmm, let's go. Let's get out of their way. And Val's Althindrin. gonna, uh, sorry, Val's gonna put her arm through uh, Althindrin's arm and be like, "So about that walk home?" Yeah. Seriously, he, he kind of these like people are giving me the ick. <laughs> as, like, as you like, put your arm through his, and the Festival King steps forward and he leans down and like kneels next to the body, and the fest the Red Queen is so close, like she is every time. Like, Asha, you turn around, she is just right there. And, like, she's start and, like, as you, like, are looking at her, Asha, and she's just kind of staring at you, and she walks towards the body as well, but her head turns to keep watching you until it's unnaturally turning backwards to continue to stare and at you. This this is prompting Asha to start kind of kindling a spell. Yeah. Just, like, just to have it ready, because this is weird. And, um, just to be ready. Yeah. Just, you know. Val does notice this, though. She does notice that, mm-hmm. uh, the queen has her sights set on Aaron for whatever, sorry, on Asha, for whatever reason. And you hear the festival king snap his fingers, and the red queen's head snaps back forward. And she kneels down next to the body as well, and, like, kind of begins to adjust the, the body a bit. And you hear the faint tinkling noises of bells and then coming from out in the fog from the other side of the path, you see the jester start to walk forward. Nope, time to go. And Althindrin, like Valkaria, as like he, you have his arm and like he kind of like moves you forward down the path. So now that you are furthest down the path and uh, he is like between you and these psycho clown people, and uh, Dazara walks next to Asha, and she kind of urges Asha down the path, and you guys begin making your way to the Wistful Waters. As we uh, try not to run. Yes, try not to run, but as we make a good, as we walk a good distance away from them on our way to the inn, Val's gonna look over at Asha. Well, you know, giddily hap- uh, hand in hand with Althendrin. Mm-hmm. Gonna look over at Asha and be like, I guess someone's got a girlfriend. Don't even start with me. <laughs> Zara rolls her time. eyes and she's like, "Oh my god!" But uh, <laughs> like the little the little lantern Valkyrie is still floating behind you, but it's like having a hard time like trying to keep up. So like as you guys are walking, like Jazara puts the arrow away, but she keeps her bow out. But she kind of like reaches out a hand and like picks up the little lantern a little bit, so it's kind of resting in her hand, and its little light kind of flickers a little bit. But she's just kind of holding the little lantern as it follows behind you. So, um, but Althandrin kind of looks at all of you and, and uh, specifically to Valkaria, he says, I'm not entirely certain what those beings are, but I certainly hope... Nothing good. Yes. I certainly hope we don't encounter much more of them before the festival is over. I hope you're right. I doubt it, but I hope you're right. And Jazara says, 
they mentioned this isn't the only tragedy that's happened here. Have you guys heard anything else while you were out today? No. no. I'm Alfred. sure. How about you? I love how you look up too when you say that. Like, oh, I, I was just <laughs> thinking that. <laughs> Gloria. But it's cute though. Like I like it. It's just like it's the role play. It's the role like, play. He's up there and then because he's tall. Because he's taller than Val. Uh, but uh, Althendrin kind of he, he nods slowly and he says, "There have been some whispers. The maze for the team event that was supposed to be set up on the far edge of the festival." was supposed to open today. However, it was delayed because apparently some of the people that were the nature mages that were supposed to help set it up went missing. Most of the people who are working for the festival or holding the shops arrived several days ago. And they have the druids have been growing the maze since they arrived. However, at some point in the middle of it, two of them went missing. And as such, they've had to delay the opening of the maze until tomorrow. Great. That can't bode well. Does anything ever bode well? No. No. Any idea? Oh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if or how you would know. But any idea on if these, uh, if the druids were growing something other than a maze in the maze? <laughs> he says, not to my knowledge. I haven't spent much time with the workers at the festival since I arrived, but... That's for poor people. That's for poor people. <laughs> but... Sorry. <laughs> it's for the pavos. In the pavos, yeah. And uh, he says, but I haven't heard anything about them. I hadn't heard anything about them at all until rumors had spread that two of them had gone missing. Most people had assumed they just wandered off or decided to leave. But with this happening, leads me to believe something worse is happening here. Just what I wanted to hear before I went to sleep. <laughs> speaking Thanks, of sleeping, speaking of sleeping, let's go. Yes, yes. It's about that time that you can see the wistful waters and you arrive and Althindred stops outside the door and uh, Jazara uh, Valkaria will take the shards of the lantern from you. And uh, mm -hmm. she'll, she kind of like looks at you and then she kind of looks at Othendron and she says, I will see you in the room. And then just kind of like walks, she has like the shards in one hand and then she has like the little lantern in the other. And she just kind of looks at Asha and she's like, I'm not staying out here for this. <laughs> she kind of walks into the end. <laughs> Asha's a little conflicted. Like, do I want to leave her outside? Is she a big girl? You know, like, I don't know. While, again, She's feeling very Delulu and overtired and whatever, so she's not really thinking straight. But as y'all are trying to figure out what to do, mm -hmm. Val's gonna have a, a bold move of Delulu and just kind of pull Alcindrin's face down to her and kiss him and be like, thank you for walking me home, good night. Okay. <laughs> and Asha's just gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> no kiss from me, thank you, bye! <laughs> <laughs> and she's gonna shove Valkaria into the door and slam it behind her as much as she can slam the, the door to this end and um, push just one hand on Val's back and just march! Both of you give me a perception check. 
Nine. Nine. Asha, you hear him okay. chuckle from outside. <laughs> and Asha Val has Mar enough good grace to just be a little embarrassed. Um, Val <laughs> marches, as she was told, to wherever she's sleeping and just stays quiet. You make and it the back. snoring begins. You make it back to the room, and uh, Sir Goosington, like, as soon as, Asha, you're in that room, he pops out of your hood, just stretches his wings really far, then waddles up to a cushion, and then just goes around in a couple of circles like a cat, and then plops down. I mean, you hear very loud goose honk snores. Mixed in with Val's. It's been two seconds! Val, you walk over to your bed. Uh, whether or not you remove even your shoes is up to you. But uh, she's way too tired. Yep, you walk over to your bed um, and are just out like a light. Uh, a few minutes later, Asha uh, Jazara comes back and she tells you the little lantern will remain with the staff here. They think they can do something to fix it. Um, the Aww. larger lantern, however we buried in the backyard. It seemed to make the little mm. lantern at least a little happier. Oh, poor thing. Oh, good gosh. I'm gonna end her. I mean, if you do, I guess we could just pass it off as festival weirdness, considering there are apparently a bunch of dead bodies here. Ooh, an opportunity has presented itself. Mm. Finally! Maybe we could just... Or should we just give her to Althendron? <laughs> hmm. I don't quite trust him enough for that. If somebody's gonna murder him, we gotta murder her. We gotta make sure it's done properly. So she stays dead. Exactly. I could always toss her in the hot spring. Nah, she might come back. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> well, it's... I was gonna say it's late, but I think it's just early at this point. I will see oh, you Oh, I am gonna be morning. asleep. And Whether you see Val or not <laughs> is yet to be seen. The loud snoring from Val gets up. louder. Just like, oh, I don't think we and have to worry about her getting up first. No. But I am going to throw a pillow at her. Go for it. Whack! Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You guys crawl into bed for the evening and you, Valkara, your snores get progressively louder perhaps. And you're just you're dead to the world you boots still on staff still mostly like on the bed in hand just face down just your tail just like as you snore just kind of rises and falls and rises and falls uh asha you've had yep. the semblance to get into bed properly as has uh jazara <laughs> and uh sir goosington as well he's been passed out for quite a while at this point um asha you mm -hmm. have gone to sleep for the evening and it's been an interesting, strange, hilarious, horrifying evening, all in one. And somewhere... <gasps> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is about me now, okay? Thank you. Shut up! <laughs> I mean 
As you're sleeping, Asha, a faint but familiar voice speaks to you, and you hear it say, Keep the moon close to you, my dear. You will need it soon. And the dreams sweep you away for the evening, and undisturbed, you all wake up in the morning. Possibly at vastly different points, but you wake up in the morning. So, you guys have gone to bed for the evening, and after a long and confusing and terrible, but also humorous day, and one fairly successful date, all things considered. Nobody died, so I guess that's a plus. So, um, you guys at vastly different times wake up in the morning with uh, Asha rising between about 8.30ish, Jazara about the same time, Val and Sir Goosington are both just still dead to the world for quite some time. Um, Jazara and Asha- Asha took an everything shower, so um, she's feeling pretty good right now. She needed it after death and being a good friend and um you know all those things that really tax a person true true, true. so you uh asha in the morning like you get up and you decide to take a shower maybe a soak in the hot springs and while you're doing that uh jazara orders breakfast to the room and she kind of brings it out to the hot springs and the two of you just kind of soak and relax and just eat a hearty and varied breakfast of different things and Jazara says I didn't know what most of the things in the menu were because they all seem like weird surface food so I ordered a little bit of everything under the breakfast category. Oh I've got to know what is it weird like vegan food is it weird like <laughs> it's really is, I gotta know it's not necessarily weird to like Aaron Us. But it's weird to Asha and Val because, and uh, to Jazara, because it's just stuff you've never, ever seen before. Mm-hmm. And because you've never really seen, like, surface, food, surface food, food before. So True. some of it is a little, a little weird. Um, you receive for breakfast, Asha, you, the, one of the things that you, as a staple, like, in the Underdark is mushrooms, various colors, sizes, like varieties and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. And one of the things that you get is a very large platter of eggs, which is, it's weird to you that they're yellow because the ones in the Underdark are blue. And they're just, <laughs> it's very strange. You kind of like poke at them a little bit, but you notice that cut up into this, it, you know, there's different, like, um, there's, like, salt and pepper, but there's, like, little peppers, like, in it and stuff like that. But there's also mushrooms. They look like mushrooms to you, but they're such a, just a different color. They're all, like, an earthy color, and you're not used to that because you're used to them being, like, blues and reds and greens and, like, purples and as things like that. That's your Aunt Jacinda just, like, huffs them all. Right. <laughs> There's a lot of poking. (laughs) And there's also, strangely enough, these large, like, flat circles. And you're not really sure what those are. Um, And they're kind of floppy. And there's, like, some blueberries on them. And then there's, like, some what looks like little chocolate chips on a different stack of them. And then you see, like, this 
like kind of little container of this very molasses like style liquid next to them and Jazara <laughs> looks at you and she says they called these pancakes I I I don't know what that means so but <laughs> I, I know, ordered but them like it had chocolate on it so I'm gonna just I mean go for it they the lady said that you can pour this whatever this is and she picks up the thing of like this syrup she says you could pour this on it I, it smells very sweet, so I don't know how you feel about that, but... And, uh... But Jazara, like, she tries a little bit of, of everything, and there are blueberries as well for the pancakes, and she spends, like, a lot of time, like, scrutinizing them. She's like, not the only thing that's a normal color. A <laughs> normal color. Do you know, while we've been having this conversation, I had the horrible realization that we don't know what cows are, so mm -hmm. we've never probably had milk, milk or milk products i.e. cheese yeah you have and i have we you have cheese it's just not like now it's they're okay. under dark I'm... like creatures and they like okay, you but guys that is the equivalent of blue milk in star wars that is not the same <laughs> god you've had types of cheese not you've had hunger... cheese yeah which is probably mushroom cheese <laughs> It's so like, agree. the refugees, when they first came, like, to the Underdark, they did, like, some of them were farmers and things like that, and they had that like, livestock with them. And over the generations of this livestock, they have adapted to the Underdark mm -hmm. and now look nothing like the surface cows and or, like, the surface, like, oxen or anything else. But there is a, a offshoot variation of them that exists in the Underdark. They just evolved so. to, to live in the Underdark. Yeah, so they Mushroom are purple. Cheese. They do have like multiple horns and things like that. So, but uh, but yeah, so I, there is a, a whole variety of foods. Wow, the, having mushrooms as the main staple of your meal would just about kill Ani. <laughs> she would have had to figure it out by now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, in addition to like Please pancakes so. and like the scramble like of like eggs, chicken. you have um. You also have, like, biscuits and what looks like oatmeal as well. So. Oh, that sounds fine. <laughs> so, Asha's just gonna eat a lot. Yeah. At some point, Sir Goosington, like, wakes up to the smell of food, and he, like, his head is straight up. And he's waddling with his eyes closed, close to the water. And he's just, like, coming in, and he stops in front of this bowl of oatmeal and just face beak first into this oatmeal <laughs> and you just you, like see little bubbles come out from the oatmeal and like the level of the bowl just slowly gets lower and lower, <laughs> and lower. <laughs> he just inhales the oatmeal and i was just gonna say to jazz you think he needs to breathe <laughs> or you think he's got it i i'm not sure he needs any of the things that he does to be honest <laughs> to eat True. to breathe I think the only thing that is a necessity to that goose is to cause chaos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you guys enjoy a leisurely morning um, after bathing and all that. Jazara will leave you and Sir Goosington to whatever you would like to do. If you'd like to continue to soak in the hot springs, Jazara is going to spend her morning going for a jog and kind of like head off for a little bit. And yeah, the the day kind of turns into early afternoon and uh eventually valkaria 
we wake up. Do I smell food? I'm, it is. I'm in the room and I am pointing to where whatever remains of the food is. It is well cold by now, as they ordered it hours ago, and Doesn't there's mostly matter. There's been food. picked clean by Sir Goosington. There's some it's like. Fine. There's some strawberries that are left and like a couple of maybe like pancakes. You do see Sir Goosington is asleep next to the tray of food and he has oh. a pancake in his mouth. Okay. Uh, Val, don't, don't touch that one. No. The goose can keep his pancake, you call it? Okay. Uh, Val's gonna just inhale whatever fruits and tidbits are left. Shower, get in the hot springs pool thing, come back out get dressed and she's chipper she had a great night she's she, okay. she slept she's been slightly fed she's and, gonna actually what she's gonna do she's gonna sit down and meditate okay um as you're you sit there and you do some meditating for a bit and about the that time that's when jazara comes back and uh she says uh to asha specifically since bakari is meditating she says the Second day of the festival, it seems to be just as lively as the first, despite the fact that there was a murder or two. But nobody Is the I maze saw... up and running? I'm not sure. I didn't go that far. I just kind of perused the area. I went back by the pathway, and everything's been cleaned up. The marks in the path are still there, but the blood, the knives, the body are all gone. That feels like Disney cleanup. You'll <laughs> never know. <laughs> no, see, Disney would have cleared. Up, well, Disney would have uh, done something with those marks to cover it up. You'd Before never anyone would have seen it, yeah. True. That's true. And that Jazara will look at you. She says, "Nobody. I heard. I eavesdropped on a few people, and nobody was saying anything about what happened. So whatever it is, they must have kept it quiet." Val's packing up all of her meditating stuff. I'm so like, that's. Suspicious. It's certainly concerning. On that note, I believe we have something to go pick up for Valkaria. Oh, yeah! Your ring, correct? Yes, yes, my ring, my ring, my ring. I totally forgot about that. Her precious. My precious. Her precious. Well, and don't we, we should... have the um, um, archery contest at three, the second yes. round? I have round two at some point today in the afternoon, and then the finals are right after that, and uh, or at least a little bit after that. There's also the team maze competition. The rumor I've heard is that whatever prize it is, is the best one the festival has to offer. Well, that means all of us need to get on this maze and stay close. Yeah. Just I bit. want to win. Jazara kind of smiles like, I hope it's money. Money would be oh. nice. Money would be great. It's like, we could always use money. I don't want to She kind of looks around the, the room of the inn. She's like, I really don't want to have to steal anything from here. I'd like the option to come back. That's, you know. <laughs> I like the option to come back. Yeah. Like I, I, it would be very disappointing to be banned from this place for life. So you guys get dressed, you get yourselves together and you start heading back out to the festival. And at the festival, as you're getting there, there's somebody else now, not one of the clowns standing at the entrance and he's passing out flyers for the day. 
of what's happening and you guys receive this and i sent you something day two festival of the dragon scale the show is an ongoing event the way of four no longer death defiant uh nature symphony the might of dwarves to dance with hellfire that val wants to do that uh the dragon nest drag show and the tug of wars so you do notice Um, that in the new pamphlet that's being sent out the death defiant has been crossed out and replaced with one of the other shows that you had seen and uh jazara kind of says it appears they were able to compensate for the lack of one of their acts pretty quickly also sus Mm. i wonder if the way of four has anything to do with that Mm. i don't really know but all i do know is nothing here seems to be going the way it should be surprise surprise Surprise. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Haven't you seen that meme? No. You don't know what I'm talking no. about? Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Continue. Um, Jazara kind of like looks over at you guys and she says, well, the second round of the archery competition is today. So I can, as long as I'm in involved in it before three i can move on to the next round assuming i win so do you guys want to do that now or do you want to go pick up valkaria's trinket first might as well go my get shinies that. i want my shinies. shinies all right so you guys make your way over to quok's hut Quark. his little magical tent so you guys make your way over there and you can it's the festival for day two is much more crowded like there's a lot more people here at this point um coming in and out and as you arrive at quacks you kind of you have to duck pretty far down to get up into the um into his hut and it's filled with people and places and trinkets and you've noticed a lot of the trinkets have changed so you imagine he sold things and like replaced them and it, but there's an endless stock of stuff most of it's weird a lot of it looks like junk some of it looks dangerous but it is a very eclectic variety and as you walk over to the counter um valkaria you hear a bunch of rustling like in like in the counter and in one of the drawers it shakes and like rattles a lot and out pops this giant chicken butt first and then just kind of uh, wiggles a lot and then plops the rest of the way out of the drawer. And you see a smaller and younger looking chicken than Quack. And uh, he kind of like dusts himself off a little bit and writes his much smaller wizard hat. And, uh, <clears throat> oh, um, hello. Can I hello. help you? Yes, I am here to pick up an order. Ah, wonderful, wonderful. And he flaps his little wings and pops up on the drawer. And then he flaps his little wings and pops up on another drawer. And then he flaps his wings again and pops up on a stool. And then onto the counter. He says, well, <clears throat> I am Quook. I am the wonderful and magnificent Master Quack's apprentice extraordinaire. And kind of fluffs his wings a little bit. And uh, <clears throat> uh, what is the name of the order, my dear? Valkaria Nycor, please. Valkaria, and he reaches into a drawer and pulls out this massive tome and just flops it onto the counter and just kind of starts perusing the pages for a minute. Valkaria, Valkaria, Valkaria. Ah, we have Can a. Can you spell um, that, please? 
a ring for you, I believe. Okay. One moment, please. It just kind of flies off into the other side of the store. You hear a crash, a thud, and then you just see like a poof of smoke come out from the other side and then another crash. And uh, you hear Quook go, ah, 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 ah. And well, then he just kind of plops up. I was going to say, Val has put her little uh, marble eye on the tome and just be like, here, change of scenery from my from my horns. Like, have fun. Okay. You just, your little marble eye just kind of walks around a little bit <laughs> and just kind of sits in the Also, Val club. wants to see Kook's reaction when he comes back. Okay. And uh, you see, like, some feathers appear up over some of the shelves and uh, Kook just flies his way back over and kind of lands uh, onto the counter. <sighs> And just kind of like straighten some of his feathers and kind of like shakes himself out a little bit. Ah. Uh, okay, and uh, hello. And then just kind of puts his feathers next to like his wing next to the marble eye and just slowly just pushes them right <laughs> off. And says, That is for employees only. Thank you. And your marble eye, who did not get up, just kind of got <laughs> scooted right off the book and just plopped right onto the counter and is just still sitting there, just kind of looking bewildered in the little baby. <laughs> baby needs a name. Mm. He does need a name. And uh, Quook says, oh, right. We would uh, we'd prefer if you test it here in the store so we know if there's anything wrong. So here you are. And pulls out this ring box and opens it to show you your Jasper ring and that now has arcane engravings in it. Val giddily puts the ring on her finger. And just hands her staff to Asha and just goes, run, hide it. Jazara <laughs> looks at Asha and says, it's supposed to come back to her. So please don't put it behind anything where it takes out a shelf. <laughs> okay, and Asha just, just very afraid, goes <laughs> and puts it line of sight, but it is it, but it is a distance away. Okay. And... No shelves, no things to <laughs> knock over, no accoutrement in the way. No. Okay. And Asha also removes herself from the way. Okay. And as just Jazara, who takes a big old step back, and uh, <laughs> it's probably the staff, like the room is only so big, so it's probably about 30 feet away from you at this point. Um, so go ahead and roll me a d4. D4. Aw, one. One? You, like, Quook tells you, it's just like, all you have to do is stick your hand out and yell, return, and it will come back to you. And Easy enough. You stick your hand out there. Fuck up. And you yell, return. return. And the staff, your staff, kind of shakes a little bit, and you can feel magic from the ring, and it kind of like, you can feel it resonating with where your staff mm -hmm. is. And that is about the moment, and you're like, this is going to come back to me, that you rise up in the air and you get flung all the way across the room, smack into your staff. Ow. You crash into your staff, and the, which then crashes into the wall, and both you and your staff flap right onto the floor. Wasn't expecting it to be the reverse. Mm. Ah. Well, we don't Whoa. do refunds. No refunds. Thank you for your service. And closes the book. And Quook! And, uh, like, Quook just kind of, like, pops down onto a shelf and then to another one and then pops off from the floor and goes on to helping another customer. 
Damn. And Jazara just kind of like, you, you okay, Val? Yes. I'm also very annoyed at a very certain quack. And, uh, you, like, as you're kind of, like, laying there on the ground, you see, like, quack himself just kind of up on another shelf digging around in a box. Oh, she wants to so bad to just fling fireball at, but she knows she's not going to. Uh, is she growing? She's maturing. She's slightly. Mm, I don't have a slingshot. Uh, so Val sees Quack and just screams his name. And Quack goes, and he, he, there's a lot of wiggling in the box. He pops his head over and like, Quack is here. What do you want? Quack, you. My ring doesn't work properly. Hmm. Problems, problems, problems. And then just pops out of the box and just lands directly on top of you. And uh, you, so you just get a face full of chicken butt and looks at your ring, like kind of like takes these little glasses and puts it on, on his little face and kind of little looks at your ring glasses. and looks at your ring, kind of like pecks at it and then looks at your ring and says, Mm, ring functions with 50% accuracy. That is the most we can guarantee here at Quark's Emporium. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You did not mention this. It's in the fine print. Quark no one reads the fine print. Mm, <laughs> troubles. So troubles. <laughs> Ring works exactly as expected. So no, no it doesn't. Icons. No, it doesn't. It flings me to my staff, not the other way around. Mm, try again, and Quack grabs your staff and walks ten feet away from it. Try again. <laughs> try again. Fine. Val holds out her hand and she says, "Return." Roll me a d4. Three. Three. <laughs> yeah, you fling back to your staff you fling to it and quack just kind of looks at you and like no 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 and and then kind of like just smacks you with it once and, so, and then walks another 10 feet away from you in a different try again okay trying again i'm gonna murder this freaking chicken one <laughs> you literally just need to roll a two or a four and it will work <laughs> on odd numbers it throws you to it on even numbers it brings it back to you you fling back towards your staff again and quack says what is wrong with you try again <sighs> val is getting more and more frustrated do it correctly four you have been flung into your staff three times. You have been flung into a wall. You have hit the floor. You have made a true mess of Quok Shop. But on this last time, you are bruised, you are irritated, and you are really just thinking about having chicken for dinner. And you put your hand out, and just with all of the rage you can muster, you yell, return, and his your staff just shakes for a minute and flies out of Quok's hand and lands directly into yours as it's supposed to. I like the do it right. <laughs> See? Quok just kind of looks at you and is like, 
works just fine. Thanks, Quok. You're welcome. Please remember to take a call. And if at any point you would like future services from Quok's Emporium, all you have to do is activate Val the has already walked circle. away. Val's already walked away. Val went to get her marble eye and she's gone. Uh, Jazara does take the card. <laughs> Jazara does take the card. She does, she does take a card. She just kind of looks it off. She stomps out. She's like, nah, man. She's like, it might uh -uh. come in handy. Like, you never know what we might need. <laughs> so you guys uh, leave Quark's shop and uh, a little more bruised than you were when you when you first went in there. Um, bruised but... and less than amused. But for the record, uh, whenever you would like to use the Ring of Returning, it, you will roll a d4, and then you will either go to the staff or it will come back to you. I made that note, yes. Yeah. So you can throw it, uh, or, like, it can be up to 50 feet away from you before that'll happen. If it's outside of that range, then it won't work. Got it. Uh, so Jazara kind of turns uh, to you guys, and she says, well, that was far more amusing than I expected it to be. Ha. Ha. And that was definitely different than expected. But I'm gonna go find course. some real food. Goodbye. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, uh, uh, Jazara says, I have a competition I have to enter so that I can make the finals. So I figured I would go do that and she's kind of like holding the back of Valkaria's cloak before Valkaria walks off. <laughs> and Storms considering off. murders are happening, I think we will get food together on the way there <laughs> and not mm -hmm. separate so we don't mm -hmm. get murdered. But a path Val is still just she's trying to pull away, like <laughs> and it is you're off. just you're not moving. It's just, just I know. holding you there. <laughs> and uh and Sir Goosington, who's in your hood, which and you might not have known that, um, who is just kind of like pokes his head out, and at the sound of food, and Jazara uh, kind of like pulls you back, and she says, "Food on the way to the archery competition, and then, then let's go, and then go, and then after that we will go <laughs> check out the maze, okay? Okay, sure, food, food. Are you gonna act like this with Alfie? Alfie? Alfie's not here, is he? Are you gonna act poop? <laughs> you gonna have this bad attitude with him? Or do we just get this wonderful side of you? I feel Blame so blessed. Chicken. So blessed. Blame the chicken. I... Yes, but I am not the chicken, so cool your jets! It... Like, Jazara just kind of, like, stands between the two of you and she says, let's not do this in public. And she looks off and she says, murder her in private. Okay. And she just kind of looks at Valkaria and she just says, behave. Yes, yes, behave. Can I get food now? Yes, let's go. So you guys, thank you. Right. What do you want? I don't care. What do you guys, want, sweet or savory? I want chicken and waffles. <laughs> okay. You can find chicken and waffles. That's fine. You're, you're walking through and you see like somebody is selling chicken and waffles together on a skewer. And you can get some of those. 
That's exactly what oh, you're getting. Oh, a chicken and waffle kebab? Yeah. Yeah. Chicken that's and waffle amazing. kebab. With a maple glaze. Oh, that's yep. spectacular. So you can a get a couple of glaze. Can we start this business? <laughs> I'm chicken and waffle that. kebabs? Yeah. I'm down for that. Like, shit, that sounds good. I'm not sure we'd get any work. Copyrighted idea, people. Anybody <laughs> listening, this idea is copyrighted. <laughs> yes, that is a copyright idea of Sorry Not Sorry Generation because you may see Sorry Not Sorry Generation waffle carts pretty soon. <laughs> you never know. Mm, chicken and waffle kebabs. Nice. With All right. Maple glaze. So maple you guys, honey glaze. You guys She's get some of those. I am writing it down. <laughs> we must perfect it. We must. Little fried chicken, like, little, little nuggets. Uh-huh. Some breaded chicken, yeah. Yeah. So you get some of those. Uh, Sir Goosington keeps stealing some of them over your shoulder, Valkaria, as you're going, but they're delicious. Chicken? Yeah. Wait. Sir Goosington eats everything. Ugh. You have seen have, him. You have not seen him not eat something so far, um, but yeah, but he another eats, bird. No, you don't think he has loyalties, let alone to even to his own species. So, yeah. But uh, you guys eat as you make your way over to the archery competition for the day, and Jazara redeems her ticket once again for the next round. So, this is so where we're in the stands. With our chicken and waffle kebab, TM, yep. and this ridiculous goose, and we are ready to cheer Chizara on. Woohoo! You guys are, you are so ready. Wave the kebab. Waving the kebab. You notice that a significantly less amount of people are here today than they were before, um, and you do learn that the competition will narrow it down like the second round will narrow it down to what should only be about five finalists so they did a lot of narrowing it down the other day when you guys were uh first year from round one so what we we're going to have everyone do is so uh ani you are going to be in charge of two of Jazara's competitors, and Aaron, you will be in charge of the other two. So you will roll for them. So, um, Ani, you will roll a d20, and then for person A, you'll add a plus two, and for person B, you will add a plus three. Alright, player A, player B. Is it A plus two? Yep. And player B is plus three. Okay. Yep. And then, uh, Aaron, you will do players C and D, which is going to be a plus three and a plus five. Woo. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you will score points based on how high you roll. Um, and if, like, if you score under a certain amount, you don't get any points, but I'll keep track of the point part. Of it, so. Okay. Okay. So the competition has appeared and Jazara is able to enter with her four competitors and we will start off the first round. Everybody roll me a d20. You guys will roll me d20s twice, one for each of your people. Okay. Seven and eight. 
Okay. Thirteen and nine. <laughs> uh, Jazara definitely does what best the first round as she got a twenty-eight. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Puts everyone to shame. Because Jazara, like like, for this part, is not using sharpshooter because the point is not damaged, so she's using right. straight, um, which is twenty-eight points of damage. And, or, well, 28 points. And so we have uh, Ani, the first guy, both of your people, like they take, they fire their bows, and you guys from the stands just watch as the first guy just goes straight over the entire target. And then the second guy's target actually goes and hits target three instead of his <laughs> own target with a whopping eight. Um, and then the third person you see that they actually do manage to hit the target, but it's just in the very far reaches. And the last person who fires just kind of, like, manages to poke it in, like, some of the hay sticking out the side and doesn't qualify <laughs> for any points. Jazara just kind of, like, without even... doesn't even look like she puts a lot of effort into it, but she just pulls her bow back and then turns and looks at you guys when she, and she lets go without looking at it and hits it directly in the center with a bullseye. And uh, like Jazara is just like, yeah. And then so they go, she has to go to another round for this second part because she'll have to do this three times in order to qualify for the finals. So you guys can go ahead and roll me d20s again, please. With the same modifiers? Yeah, we'll just leave them as the same modifiers. Okay. 16 and 23, that was a nat 20 plus 3. Ooh. Okay. <coughs> yeah. Nine and eight. <laughs> All right. Uh, so for that one, my di- my dice wants Jazz to win. <laughs> I guess so. Let's see. I want Jazz to win. I didn't say anything about you. I said my dice. <laughs> and then Jazz. So you see, uh, the first person does really well. They hit, and they actually manage to get it like into like the one of the medium like close rings and uh they seem very proud of themselves and then they turn and they watch the person next to just shoot not only a bullseye but just sinks their arrow all the way to the feather tips into the actual uh target and so the guy who was number one uh person a just kind of like went from being really excited just being like oh Hmm. shit (laughs) just kind of like ducks his head a little bit and uh then the next person uh, comes up and just, uh, yeah, like he fires the arrow and no one's really sure where it, where it went. What? Because right? it doesn't <laughs> seem like it struck anything. And uh, yeah, it, it, it did not go well. And then the person directly next to Jazar reaches his bow back. And as he pulls his bow back, the string snaps. The arrow what? takes and lands directly on the ground in front of him. And uh, just, just looking at him like, well, and he just seems—he seems very embarrassed, but he's kind of like holding it and just kind of like puts it down. Like, oh. <laughs> uh, Zara, she fires her bow, and it comes very—it comes close to the bullseye, but not exactly. So they take um, the person B, uh, who had gotten that natural twenty, and then they'll take Zara, and they're going to make them compete by firing three times. So. 
to see who has the most, because Jashar has the most total points, but he got a perfect bullseye. So, Ani, I'm going to have you roll three times for me, please, and so will Jazar. No uh, modifiers? With your modifiers. And this is player A or B? B, right? B. A. Oh, A. Oh, yeah, B. A? No, B. 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 You're right. B. Sorry. Okay. And okay. So what did you get? 11, 21, 22. 11, 21, and 22. I do not need nat 20s, right? No, no nat 20s. No nat 20s. That's okay. Because Drizara did get one. Oh, nice. Ooh. So Drizara so actually rolled... With, she gets a 15, a 30, and a 27. Damn! And so they both fire their first arrows, and guy number two was competing uh, directly against Zara. He is, he's we're getting kind of like kind of cocky about it and he kind of like looks at Jazara and is just trying to be like all like, hey, look at me. And as he fires, he like doesn't focus well enough and his arrow just goes well over the target. And Jazara just gives him the most unimpressed look humanly possible. <laughs> just like, really? Okay, that's... She just kind of, like, you guys can't hear her, but she does look at him and she says, I guess that's probably impressive <laughs> wherever you're from. <laughs> and Jazara, uh, she pulls her uh, her bow back. And she doesn't do quite as well as she wants to in that first shot, but she does do pretty good. She hits the target and everything. And uh, some... Then they both get up the, to the next rounds, and the guy shoots very, very well. Like, he gets not quite an exact bullseye, but it comes very close. Now he is, for like, all of that confidence he just lost comes back twofold. And Jazara, who has decided that this bores the shit out of her, mostly him and mostly <laughs> for Joe, just kind of takes an arrow, and she turns around so that she's facing, like, away from it, and then just points her bow back behind her and without looking at it, just lets go of the arrow without ever having to look at the target and lands an exact bullseye. And that's where her 30 comes in. And then she looks at the guy and she says, where I come from, that is impressive. <laughs> and he's kind of pissed off at her now and he says, all right, one round left. She says, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting tired of doing this with you, so let's end this. And uh, so they they both like stand up to fire like one more time, and with his 22, that's pretty good. Uh, it does not beat Jazara's 27, however, and he lands oh, yes! a bullseye as well. But Jazara, who has already hit a bullseye, her arrow lands at the end of her other arrow. Oh, Robin Hood style. And she just kind of looks at him and she's like, that counts. Woo! Woo! And, and you just hear us going insane in the crowd. And he has a total of 28 points. But Shazara, on the other hand, has a total of 42. So. Well, there you go. And, uh, like, Jazara kind of, like, holds her bow up as she's declared, like, the winner for round two and is given okay. a... Go ahead. No, it's like, 
she, you, uh, Jazz puts up her bow, and Asha and Val put up their chicken waffle, chicken waffle kebabs. <laughs> and you hear Jazara yell across the field, there better still be one for me! Okay, I'll get another one. <laughs> you go to reach for the one you'd saved for Jazara, but Sir Goosington is actively eating it. Like, he's finishing off the last pieces on it right now, and you're just like... Oh, shit. <laughs> so he's just over there, which is a huge kebab, just like in his mouth. Um, I'll get you a fresh one. Just like I'm gonna murder you. <laughs> just real happy about it. Just like I'm gonna murder you. It's fine. And they give her a uh, a set of five plus three arrows for a round. Nice. Yeah. So and they tell her that the last round of the competition will be this. Uh, in the later half of the afternoon, and she will have to come back around three o'clock for that one. All right. And, uh, yeah. So she, you guys have. She meets back up with you, um, and she kind of like pulls her goosington up and like shakes him a little bit upside down. Just like eat all my chicken and waffles. <laughs> and uh, those are my chicken and waffles. And he just goes. Ah, 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 ah. And uh, but he has definitely eaten all of them and then some like you guys all lost some chicken and waffles to the goose and you just that's fine possibly can't quite comprehend how this goose is inhaling as much food as he is but he is and he'd always seems and not to be, gaining any weight he's a goose no. of holding he's, he's a, a goose, goose of holding. holding he is a goose of holding a goose of holding food basically yeah. and uh but yeah so Jazara with her new arrows and she kind of like inspects them. They'll be foie gras them. soon. Mm-hmm. She just kind of looks at the goose and looks at her new arrows and looks at the goose and looks at the waste of the arrows. <laughs> but uh, she looks at you guys and she's like, so what do we want to do now? Me? I guess when is the maze? The ma- when is the maze? Yeah. I believe it's open as of now. They said they finished setting it up today. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, it wasn't a specific time, I don't think. So how do they do the winners of the maze? Just whoever finishes time. the quickest? And, well, you guys can go over to the maze and find out if you'd like. Sure, let's do that. It's still daylight. Let's do this maze. <laughs> <laughs> Last chance of getting chased by something evil. And Left, so you guys never zero. Yeah. You guys make your way over to where the maze is supposed to be located. It's the far end of the, um, of the festival. Because it, it is much larger than you expected. As you approach, you see this gigantic wall of greenery. And some people are like kind of gathered around. You notice not very many um, are actually getting in line to go. And uh, you do see like some people standing outside of it and everything like that. But only a few people appear to be actively, actively interested in entering this maze competition. So, um, you guys, let me see. I'm gonna pull up the maze. The walls of the maze extend well over your heads, reaching about 12 feet high in some places. A bunch of onlookers kind of mill about, but more like you're looking for, like, to see what the results are rather than entering in themselves. Two druids stand around the entrance, and you recognize one of them as Jadun, the furblog from the magic show earlier at Mag's Magnificent Magical Mirages. The one that Valkaria beat. Yeah. You see a group of four march confidently up to one of the druids and handing over some gold before being escorted into the maze. 
and there is uh, a sign that says any are welcome to enter in groups of three or more. Well, isn't that nice that we're three or yeah. more? Does the goose count? Does the goose count? I guess we'll have to find out. You guys want to do this? Yes. Hell yeah. Alright. Does myth count? Who? Myth. Oh. Mm. So, you guys walk up to the, uh, to Jadun, because she's the one who, or they're the one who's there. And Jadun kind of, uh, recognizes you and goes, Hello, my small friends. Would you like to try our maze? Yes, yes please. It's one gold per person with teams no more than five, but no less than three. Does a goose count? And Val just holds up the goose. And <laughs> Jadun kind of like looks at the goose. If you want, you can count the goose. <laughs> if we don't count the goose, can he still come in? And Jadun kind of reaches out and pets the, the goose. Magical little creature you are. <laughs> the goose can do and likely will do whatever the goose would like to do. Well, that's true. Thanks, thanks, you're doing. We'll, we'll go with three. Mm -hmm. Times over three gold coins. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mark off three gold from your sheet, and uh, or from the party funds if Asha wants to do that. Yeah, go for um, it, Asha. Treasure. Now, for Ani and Aaron, you have a choice. And that I thought I'd run by. We can do it where um, you'll see the whole maze, and I will. And what we'll do is you guys will tell me whether or not you want to turn left or right as you go through this maze. And the idea is not is to just approach it from your character's point of view of not being able to see the entire maze and not solving it just by staring at it. Or we could do where you go through roll twenty and you'll only be able to see the fragment of the maze. That you can, and I will reveal mm. it as you go through it. But you will be competing against another team, so that every round, because uh, we're gonna roll like a group initiative, so you will roll, and then I'll roll for the other team that you're competing against, and you will see who competes it. So, like, as you are going through the maze, I will flip this coin that Ani so lovingly gave me for left or right, and they will choose which directions they are going in as what well, you guys are also deciding. So, and whoever gets to the center first is going to win. Okay. Mm -hmm. So do you want to see the whole maze and just do it like through like Google, like we're doing Roll now? 20. Do you want to do it through roll 20? Okay. Yeah. Alrighty then. So, you guys are led into this maze by Jadun. And Jadun kind of leads you over like through a couple of sets of hedges first and they're very very tall and the second you pass through that first set you hear like a rustling and you turn around and the entry area you had just walked through is gone and you see definitely uh harry potter and the goblet of fire movie style the hedges just coming together a lot like that right mm -hmm. and they just kind of seal and jadun kind of leads you through a series of couple of twists and turns throughout the maze before coming upon a large uh, painted number on the ground, and it's the number three. And Jadun says to you, you will wait here until the final team is in place. 
which shouldn't be long now. There are four teams in total competing for the prize at the center of the maze. Once the last team is in place, you will hear a magical pop and the challenge will begin. This is an anything goes challenge, but the magic of the maze will prevent any permanent harm befalling any of the contestants. Try not to attempt any murders or you will get thrown out of the maze. The goal Wait, is to get when she said that. <laughs> the goal is to get to the center first, not to be the last one standing. Good luck. And Jadun kind of just walks back uh, in the direction that you guys came from. And Jazara uh, just kind of like, and like where you, the direction you guys came from is like covered in plant again. It's like covered in the hedge. And Jadun just walks into the hedges and just kind of disappears. Jazara <laughs> just kind of looks at you guys like, okay, that's, that's different. All right. Does that mean I can uh, cast fireball and just burn down the hedges? Probably I not. think that's cheating. That's probably cheating. She said anything goes. Yeah, but I think you're meant to go through the maze, as in participate in the maze, not go through the maze. <laughs> I mean, you could try, but if we get disqualified, I will blame you for it. That's fair. Okay. So, so you guys kind of wait for a minute. Is there anything you would like to do beforehand? Any spells you'd like to cast? Anything you'd like to do? Uh, anything of that variety before you get going? Just in case, because who knows what's going to happen in this maze. Fair. Uh, Val would like to cast uh, Mage Armor. Okay. You go ahead and cast Mage Armor on yourself. Um, Jazara is actually going to cast a second level spell. She's going to cast Pass Without Trace on all of you. So if you do stealth checks in the future for the next hour, it will be a plus 10. Uh, what does my AC become again? Your AC... With Mage Armor. With Mage Armor. Your... Target's AC becomes 13 plus your dexterity modifier. So it's 14 in total is what it okay. is. Because 13 is the lowest it can be with mage armor on. And then it's plus your dexterity modifier on top of that, which is one. And so it's 14 for you right now. Or yes, 14. Because your natural armor class is less than 13. Yes. So, yes. so Jazara casts um, Pass Without Trace. And she kind of just puts her hands like on both of your shoulders and you see that like shadows kind of like and kind of shift out from her hands and kind of kind of cloak over you for a moment before dissipating in mist but you notice as you look at your feet there are faint wisps of smoke that come from your feet and the spell will make it so that you are much harder to track and to trace and it silences the sounds of your footsteps as well Okay. All righty. Anything else you'd like to do before we get going? I think Asha's going to save her spells for okay. in the maze. Sure. 
So you guys uh, prepare yourselves and it's only like a couple of minutes later um, when you kind of like look up and hear a faint popping sound as like these green sparks uh, go up into the air. And in front of you in this maze, you see the the hedges kind of split open and you Mm -hmm. can walk through this area if you would like. Yes. Off we go. So in this particular maze, if you're looking at the map itself, uh, you guys are in the bottom uh, right-hand corner over here. And the hedge kind of splits off in a couple of different directions. And you're standing in this space. It is completely, as far as you can see to the left and as far as you can see to the right, is open. And there is a hedge directly in front of you, but there's an open space slightly to the left and to the right of that as well. Wait, you said we're, it's at the bottom right? Yes. Because what I'm seeing doesn't look like a top left portion. I don't know. Uh, it does to me, but who knows? Okay. Then, um, uh, there should be like a glowing green area. That you're yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. At a... I think she means the top ring and the bottom ring. Okay. All right. Uh, left or right, ladies? Left. Left. Left? All right. Mm-hmm. All right, so you guys move left, and I'm going to... One of you pick and uh, roll a d20 for me. Because that is going to be your order in the initiative for this. 16. So you guys are at initiative 16, which is fine. There's only one team ahead of you. Team 3 did a little better. Um, so they will get to move. Okay, so you guys go to the left for a bit, and as you're going to the left... Um, are you walking or running? Start walking. off at a walk. Yeah. See. Okay. You kind of just walk through, and as you're going going down, you see that uh, the hedge, like the walls, start to come up, and then there's a slight opening to the right, leading further into the maze, or you can continue down the path, going the direction that you were to the left. Mm. More left. More left. Okay. More left. All right. So you guys travel more to the left at that point. And are you seeing the parts of the map I'm revealing? No. No. Okay. Make sure you're zooming out because you should see four different sections of this map. Oh. <laughs> there it is. This could be why I had no idea what the fuck we were talking about. Fair. Because I was looking at the green glowing bit in the top left-hand section. Same. I'm like, that's all I see. Okay, so I guess we're down here. Yes. Now now it all is clear. Okay. Okay. Because I'm just like, "Mm, I'm not sure you guys are looking at what I'm looking at. So I just wanted to make sure. Okay. So you guys have made your way in your... um, Most of the way through this one section of of the maze. And you come to a wall in front of you and it opens up to the right. You can choose to go to the right and through it or you can go back. Right into right. the center. Right into the into the maze. Yeah. Alright, so you guys kind of step into the maze a bit further and you can go left or right. Hmm. Left. Left, yeah. Okay. You guys go to the left and you do see that it kind of curves down and you can follow it down and into a larger portion of the maze. Alright. Would you like to go straight? Well, you can only go straight, but would you like to continue to go straight or would you like to go to the opening in the right? Straight. 
Drake, Drake and Wright. Yeah. Okay. Um, right here? Right here or right uh -huh. here? Right there, the second one. The second one? Okay. Mm -hmm. So give me a perception check, please. 19. 19, okay. Dos. Two, okay. Uh, and Sara gets a 11. Uh, Asha, you can hear the faint noises of bickering from nearby. <laughs> what sounds like maybe only one, uh, maybe like only one or two hedgerows away from you at this point. Sounds like someone's having fun. Oh, yeah. And where would you like to go next? You can go straight and let me reveal a little bit of this. You've got a couple of different directions you can go in. You can go straight, heading farther, much farther into the maze. You can go to the left or you can go up and slightly to the right. Well, do you want to listen to the bickering or do you want to... Yeah, can we listen in on the bickering and see what they're <laughs> saying so we can... Sure. Um Everybody can now give me another perception check since you guys are actively listening for what's happening now. 18. 18, okay. Nat 20. Nice. Nat 20. You're, uh, Valkyrie, you're listening to some bickering and you hear like some thuds and things like that. But Asha, you kind of like get right up close to that hedge and you're really listening to what you hear and you hear a couple of people bickering with one another and you can hear somebody say get me out of this thing right now she's like well i told you you shouldn't have tried to open it but you didn't listen get me out of it it's trying to eat me it's trying to eat me well, you probably shouldn't have tried to open it they told you the goal was to get to the center not open weird chests that you find it's trying to eat me who gives a fuck at this point? Get me out of here, Al, right now. I suppose. You think we'll get penalized if some of our teammates get eaten along the way? And you hear a third voice go, let us just hurry. I want my prize. It's obviously meant for me. I don't care. Just get me out of this thing. It's licking my leg. Ew. Uh. Um, and so Asha's that's what's here. Since I don't want them to hear me too, I'm gonna just signal, and we are gonna go in the exact opposite direction of the sound. Okay, it and sounds like no it's coming from the left a bit. Anything. It does sound like it's coming from the left, so you guys kind of just decide to go straight further, deeper into the maze, mm -hmm. and away from whatever that is. So you guys head a little deeper into the maze the, uh, and it curves around a bit for you guys. And it comes into kind of a, a larger opening and what is a uh, four-way cross. You can go to the right and it kind of seems to open up a little more that way or there are two narrow pathways, one in front of you and one to the left. Right, right. To the right, okay. Into the open space and into that open space, you can choose to kind of go like up and to the left or you can go even further into the maze in kind of like a right direction. Right. 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 You head uh, further right into the maze and it kind of opens up a little bit into a path and left or right. Good. Right. Uh, right. Oh, right. 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 Okay. Left or right. Good lord. Left. 
left. Roll me a d20. All of us? Uh, just one of you. 19. 19. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Um, as you're kind of like walking uh, a bit to the left, a the grass kind of in front of you kind of shivers for a moment and going right up out of the center of the grass right in front of you is a large statue of a woman holding a vase that's pouring water from her and it is blocking your path. Mm. Is this a riddle? Is it a sphinx? Give me a perception check. Or an investigation check. 14 investigation. 14? Um, there's 22 not really any... investigation for me. 22? 22? Yeah. You're kind of looking at the, at the water for a moment, Valkaria, and you're kind of like trying to see if like this thing moves or like what's going on or like where's the water coming from because it just sprang from the earth. And uh, Asha, as you're kind of looking at it, <clears throat> you kind of like look maybe at the side of the statue and stuff like that and you see like as you go to the side of the to look at the side of the statue the head of the statue also turns with you oh well that's unsettling and she looks at you and she says should you go this way you will have to go past me you can take the route to safety behind you or you can try and move forward and get a hint from me. So basically what she's going to let you do is either you fight her and she will give you a hint of where you need to go, or you can turn around and go back to safety. What do you want to risk? Mm. A hint or safety? (laughs) Jazz, what do you want to do? Well, whatever we do, we need to do it quickly because this it is, is not going to go well if we don't. However, she says back to the route of safety or go forward and we... Jazara kind of hesitates and she says, she's like, fuck it. And she pulls an arrow. She's like, let's go. I'm going to fight a Why statue, I guess. <laughs> I'm going right. to fight a statue, I guess. So if you guys are all down to fight, you can roll me initiative. Well... 13. <laughs> I heard that noise going, it was cute. Jazara's got a 25. Statue has got a 20. Alright, uh, Jazara pulls back an arrow and she is going to fire two arrows since this is the first round of combat. And uh, for a non-natural 20 and a 15, she hits both times. And <laughs> such a cute little meow. Battle cry. And she does 12 points of damage to the statue. The statue kind of shifts for a moment, and the water that's pouring out of it goes quicker and quicker and quicker. And it kind of rises up from this basin where the water is pouring out, and it's going to go after all of you. And four, because it's a spell. She does eight points of damage across the board. Oh! Thank you. Ow. Sis? And you are all just soaking wet at this point. And uh, she, she kind of says, You should hurry. You're falling behind. Right. 
All right. Uh, next up is Valkaria. Val. Val really wants to use Fireball. So use Fireball. Val's gonna use fucking Fireball. All right. You throw a Fireball. Roll your damage. Damage is three. Yeah. The third yeah. level. Yeah. So that is eight d six. And um, you're all standing next to each other and in front of the statue. So I, I'll give you the courtesy of asking. Um, you're, the the maze itself is maybe only about five to ten feet wide at, at the widest. <laughs> so from the statue, how far away are you standing? How far are you? Two feet behind Jazz. Okay. And how far away from the statue do you think that is? About three feet. How far? Three feet. Okay, I'll say the Jazara to fire her bow maybe took a step back. So we'll say she was standing 10 feet. So I'll give you 15 feet back. Okay. Where, how far from the statue is Asha standing? Uh, probably to the side of Valkaria. Maybe a little, maybe a okay. little ahead of her, but like to the, you know, to the side. Okay, that's cool. Um, Ani, go ahead and roll me 8d6, please. And the statue cannot make a dexterity saving throw. Um, Asha, please roll me a dexterity saving throw. Sure. 31. 31 points of damage. Alrighty. Let me use this. Okay. So you throw this fireball. You are you're tired of the maze. You're tired of the weird greenery. And you're tired of the statue because you are now soaking wet. And you kind of snap your fingers and a little spark of fire kind of uh, lights at your fingertips and it grows and it grows until it's the size of like filling the palm of your hand. And standing behind Jazara, you take that fire and you fling it straight into the face of the statue doing 31 points of damage, mind you. And... This it, fire hits the statue in the face, and it explodes. Much, much <laughs> worse than you expect it to be. Um, Asha, what did you get for your dexterity saving throw, my dear? Uh, 14. 14, okay. Jazara um, <laughs> got a 20, so she's only going to take half this damage. However, Asha, you take full 31 points of damage. Fuck! And, uh... You asshole, I'm dead! Jazara... <laughs> Did no, take. I'm dead, dead. You're not dead, dead. You to be dead, you, you have to take out. your full hit points worth of damage twice. But <laughs> okay, well, I'm I'm negative hit points now. And... Twenty-seven minus thirty-one is negative four. Twit. And uh, were you not at full health in the beginning? No, because we took eight points of damage. Yeah, 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 okay, because I'm like, because Asha has 43 hit points in total. But yeah, no, you did, you fully took 31 points of damage because uh, Valkaria threw a fireball next to her friends. And so this fireball happens, and it explodes. You and remember, it knocks... I'm the one that can heal you, you twit! Oh, and it, it knocks you backwards, Valkaria. You don't take any damage because it's your spell, so you don't take damage from it. Uh, however, 
you see that it blasts Jazara backwards into you, and the both of you topple to the ground, and she, like, the front of her outfit and, and like, her armor and everything like that is a little charred, and so is she. <laughs> However, you look to the side, and you watch as Asha is blasted off her feet and back down, like, 15 feet past you down the hall and does not get back up. Oh, shit. You know, maybe stop laughing. <laughs> and I'm going, is anything else you'd like to do on your turn, my dear? Uh, I was going to run Oopsie! over to Asha and give her one of those potions. Well, you can't do that. You can run over to her, but you can't give her a potion because that's an action. But you okay. can run over to her. So, you run over, you get up, for one thing, <laughs> and that's 15 feet of your mo movement. And then you spend the other 15 feet running the entire 15 feet away. Then Blasha has been thrown off her feet. And you run over to her. And she is very much unconscious and very, very charred. And there is a Sir Goosington who pops his way out of her hood. And his tail feathers are on fire. And he is running around just squawking <laughs> like a demon. <laughs> Feathers burn. <laughs> and yes, part of the and yes, dear dear listener. Part of the base also. Yes, dear listener. Aaron is fuming right now. <laughs> part of the maze is also the the shrubs on both sides between you and the statue are on fire. And uh, yeah, that is. Asha's turn. So, Asha, you can roll me your very first death saving throw. So, just roll me a straight d20. You don't want anything below a 9. You want a 10 or above. And you really don't want a 1. Literally 11. 11. Okay. That's one save. So, you're at one, mm -hmm. one positive for that. Okay? If you get two more, you'll stabilize. If you get three fails, uh, Asha's permadead. So, and uh, yeah, and Ani will be perma dead. <laughs> uh huh. So we're back up to the top of the round at Jazara, who stumbles to her feet and looks at Valkari, and she's, "You're more fucking dangerous than this goddamn maze." What was that? What was I that? I don't know how this spell works yet. Wait, question, question, uh -huh. question, question. Did, yeah. Wasn't. Wasn't part of the introduction to the maze that the magic would, so it wouldn't permanent damage, wouldn't be a thing. To the other teams, no, oh. they did not think to put magic up <laughs> in that would keep you from killing yourselves. I didn't kill myself. The idiot behind me killed me. Uh huh. Yep. 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 That's that's true. Chazara uh, gets up and looks at Valkaria, and she's just like, "What the fuck was that?" Like, I don't- what the fuck was that? We're gonna talk about that <laughs> after we keep Asha from dying. And uh, Jazara is going to walk over using the rest <coughs> of her movement to get to Asha. And she will cast Cure Wounds on Asha. <laughs> and she will cast it at a first level. And let's see. She brings Asha back for 11 points. You! <laughs> Idiot! I'm sorry. <laughs> Asha used all of that energy 
to yell at just them. to yell at you. You just you're still Wee! laying there. You haven't gotten up, but you are screaming at her as a goose that has his tail feathers on fire is running around Valkaria's legs. Put him out! Put him out! No more fire is, for you. It is oh, the statue's head. turn <laughs> now. Oh my head! Oh my head! And uh, the statue is once again going to attack. And everybody I mean, can make the. Do I need to kill this thing? Well, you have like you did thirty-one points of damage, and I'll I'll give you that. But it's it's still a, like a concrete statue, so. Um, it is going... Everybody make me a dexterity saving throw, and Asha, it is a disadvantage for you because you are laying prone on the ground. Well, that would be ten. Ten? Okay. You mean I can't 14. just... You mean I can't just roll over and be fine? <laughs> uh, all of you fail, oh, and great. you are all going to take ten points of damage. I have one point again. And Jazara's down to 12 hit points. How many? You're down to 14. This is how we die. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. This is where all of this campaign comes to an end. The city burns and no help ever comes and y'all die in a damn maze. (laughs) And uh, at that, it is Valkaria's turn. (laughs) Now you are probably about 25 feet away from the statue at this point. So I dare ask, what would you like to do? (laughs) Did you learn anything? (laughs) The hell would work against concrete? I mean, you have chipped parts of it off. Like, it does look worse for wear. You've evaporated all of the water that was in its <laughs> basin. There's still water pouring out from the top, but it is chipped in certain places, and it is, it is like, leaking water. The basin no longer holds water because there's cracks in it. Yep, sorry. Uh, well, first thing that Val is going to do, I guess her action is going to be to give, um, Asha, the potion, okay. the healing potion, so she yep. doesn't fully die. <laughs> you can you can give her a one of your, and yes. that is so um, Valkaria. If you're gonna feed her a potion, that is you can roll two d four plus two, and that's how many hit points Asha will regain. Nine, nine. Uh, so. Asha, you regain nine hit points. Well, we're back to ten. <laughs> Woo! Is there anything Valkyrie would like to do for a bonus action? <laughs> Not really, you don't have much in the way. You can use no, but... points to get one of your spell slots back, but that's about it. Uh, I was gonna say, can Val grab her hammer and just start hacking away and just, like, beating the statue? First of all, what fucking hammer? I don't know, my pack says I have a hammer! Oh, yeah, for the pittens. For rock climbing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, or a crowbar. I'll use one of the other. You'd have to get real close. <laughs> and I don't if you would think... like to get that close to it, um, you can yeah. walk back up to it, because uh, you have enough movement to walk up to it. You can't attack it this round, but I'll let you walk all the way back up to it if you'd like. Okay, no, I'll just stay where I am. 
Oh, Anything else? oh, no, I can't do that. Leslie, can I cast invisibility on all of us? No, because it's an action. No. Okay, then no. Not this turn. Not <clears throat> you can do things next, next turn. But you can't do anything quite this turn, because you don't have any bonus action spells. I will say, right. you do have your reaction for Hellish Rebuke. So when you are attacked, you can activate Hellish Rebuke, and it will do damage to whatever oh, attacked yeah. you. Right. Just as a, a little a little reminder. So, um, yeah. next is Asha's turn. Asha, Asha, staggering Asha. to her feet. <laughs> uh huh. And completely still, enraged. Still kind of. She's very singed. She's, you know, so much for that everything shower she took this morning. <laughs> You are covered in soot yes. from head to toe. You are singed. Your clothing is singed on all the ends. She's a and, little dizzy from and the head wound. To your absolute horror, the ends of your hair are also singed. She, yeah, she's fucking freaked. But anyway, so the, what she wants to do is mm -hmm. to cast Guiding Bolt at uh, a second level. Sure. Alrighty. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. So you're going to cast mm -hmm. Guiding Bolt that is not really powered with the energy of the Moonweaver, but so much as that it's powered with rage. Yes. Unrelenting, unending, absolutely Fiery fucking rage. furious rage. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, <laughs> it's like, I love I you. I'm only going to kill you a little. Only gonna kill you <laughs> just a little. <laughs> Um, you can go ahead and roll me a d20 plus six. Then. Ooh. Oh. 18. 18? Okay, so but you hit, so that's important. Uh, you mm -hmm. hit the, you pull out your, you wipe off your image of the Moonweaver, the medallion that you wear, and mm -hmm. kind of staring at Valkaria as you do, as you wipe the soot off of it. And you hold it up, and this giant, like, bright light begins to extend from it, and it appears like the light from it shoots into your other hand, and you point down at this just infuriating statue at this point, <laughs> and blinding bright light forms into a large arrow and shoots down this, uh, this maze, and as it goes, the wind from it puts out the fires of the, the where the maze itself is on fire and it puts it out and it strikes the statue in the chest and you see the whole statue uh just start to light up um go ahead and roll me 5d6 please wait did you say five yes okay then 22 Nor the last roll. That is a lot of damage. Your arrow of light hits the center of the statue, and little fissures and cracks appear all over the statue, and suddenly the whole thing bursts apart, and pieces of statue fly everywhere, and it just completely disintegrates. And only, like, there's a couple of, like, chunks that fall, like, here and there, including the head portion of it. Um, you are all out of initiative. The head falls to the ground and kind of looks at you and then just kind of rolls itself a little bit to look back and you see where the maze had come to an end behind it just suddenly mm -hmm. starts to open up and it is a new pathway for you to take. 
Awesome. Asha's still a little swimmy on the... On the <laughs> mm-hmm. But she grabs her friend by the scruff of her shirt, like this, <laughs> and she says, Let's go! Now! And Jazara uh, is, is putting out the goose. She's, like, holding him under one arm, and she's, like, putting the goose out, and she, like, as she's walking by in the basin, still has some water, and she just magic. dunks Sir Goosey Butt into it. Yeah. yeah, she dunks Sir Goosington, like, into the what's left of the water, and then just keeps going. And uh, his little tail feathers are singed. And you go Aww. through this open portion of the maze, and it leads you. You see, like, the pathway shifts and change and extends out, and you guys are now... Can you see where I'm indicating? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. You guys kind of appear here into this part of the maze, and you have the choice. You can go forward, uh, deeper into the maze, or at least, well, it's kind of like a, yeah, it's just straightforward. Or there is a small pathway to the left, which would you prefer? And you can tell that goes deeper into the maze. I'm letting you pick. I already burned you. <laughs> just like I'm gonna let you pick. It's like I almost killed you. I'm so sorry. Here you go. Left. So, so sorry. Left. left. Going left. All right. Um, who is going first? Val's been shoved save... to the front. <laughs> yeah. You, I just, Val, who I think at this point has the most hit points, <laughs> goes mm-hmm. first because Jasara only has twelve. And I have 40. a question. Can I heal myself? Yes. Yeah. Okay. If you, as you guys With are walking through there. If you would like to heal yourself, you may you may do so. So you can go ahead and cast um, cure wounds on yourself if you'd like. And yes, um, something I think actually Zara will do as well because <laughs> she has some <laughs> level spells. <laughs> um, which healing spell would you like to use on yourself? Or uh, I believe you guys have potions if you wanted to drink a potion. Yeah, maybe. What? Oh, I guess what would? Um, hmm. Did you have healing word, which will cure one d four plus three, or you have one? I think you have one potion left uh, on your person, Asha, and that will do two d four plus two. Um, your other option, if you'd like, is Jazara can heal you again, as she has cure wounds, which will do a little more healing. I also have cure wounds. Well, so would okay. it be as effective coming from me, or is it? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay. Okay, okay. I will just do cure wounds. Okay. So 1d8 plus 3 to yourself. And Chisara will do the same, but to herself. 1d8 plus 2. 6. Okay. Mm. (laughs) Alright, so you get 6 points back for that one. We are a raggedy ass bunch of bitches here. Like yes, this we is are. bad. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, it is. We did better against a goddamn dragon. Sorry. Jazara <laughs> <laughs> uh, is at twenty-two out of forty-six, and what are you at, Asha? Eighteen. Eighteen. Valkaria, you're at fourteen, I believe. Yep. Yep. You guys step forth through this with Valkaria being unceremoniously shoved forward and as you step to the front as you step forward you can start to see a faint bluish glow and the only way for you to go through the path is curving around to the left so it's there's a glowing 
blue space in front of you like there's light coming out from down the down the uh this pathway you guys kind of shove valkaria forward and as you come you emerge into this very large open circle which i will reveal for you now at the very center of the maze a glowing bright blue arcane circle in the, surrounds this very large uh, rock statue and at the well, it's not a statue but it's just a very large rock platform and <laughs> I don't want to sitting, deal with any more statues and yeah no, more statues. Myself. no, no weeping angels here um, <laughs> on top, that's what that bitch was on top of the platform uh, appears to be three little circles and you can't quite tell what they are there's three little orbs and uh, they're just kind of bouncing up and down, floating on top of this platform. Do we catch them? Well, that's up to you. Do you cross the arcane circle to try and get to it? They're about 10 feet up. Like, this platform is about 10 feet high, and they're floating above it. And it's about... The entire circle is probably about 30 feet um, from one side to the other, and then the blue circle, arcane circle, is about 5 feet across. How tall is my quarterstaff? It's about your height, maybe a little taller if you want it to be. Okay. Yeah, the little pokey bit at the end, like it. Yeah, can I can I hold my staff up and try to like touch the lights? The arcane circle is in the ground. Oh. So you can extend your staff and like yeah. tap it if you like. I want to do that. Okay. So you go ahead and give me an arcana check. Thirteen. Thirteen. Um, this is a you can tell this is built as a part of the maze, and it seems to be a signal of some sort. But you don't know whether or not there's anything else to it than that. I mean, I feel like we're kind of at the center, the very center. Wouldn't it just be like a dang you win? I hope. Please, God. It is about that time from the other side of the maze, you see one of the other teams appear. And they spot you at that same moment. Val's going to launch herself at this this line. Okay. Are you going to go over it or are you going to go through it? Oh, I, ta- I think this is a flying leap. Okay, well, I'm going to cast flying and fly and go. Above. Oh, I just meant... Well, I mean, can, can I don't know. No. You can jump no, across it if you would like, because it's only... Okay, then we'll jump... Feet. Okay, then we'll jump across it. Okay. I was going to run and jump um, across it. is sick of my shit. Are you following Asha? Because Jazara's going to yeah. be with her. Okay. Might as well. I, at this so everybody point... give me an athletics check, please. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have to... Mine is... Mine is zero, just like in real life. Mm-hmm. Sixteen! Wow. Sixteen? That's fine. Fuck. Fuck. Just don't roll a one. It's five feet. You can more or less step over it. If you roll a one, things might happen, but... Yeah, thirteen. Mm-hmm. Thirteen, yeah. you're good. Uh, Jazara jumps with you. You guys all jump in, and as soon as you jump in, like, light shoots up from it, and it begins to glow a lot, and the other team starts freaking out. And they jump in at the same time and roll me initiative, please. Oh no. <laughs> it is now going to be a mono e mono. 20! Race. Well, Natural 20? All right. Mm-hmm. Seven. Hi. Will it count for anything mm-hmm. in initi- mm-hmm. when I'm rolling for initiative? It just means you get to go first. <laughs> uh... <laughs> All right. The other team is on the other side and they jump in about the same time that you do and it is now a mad 
dash to get to this pillar and get up there and grab what you assume is the prize. There's three members of the other team, two humans and what looks like an elf. And you can hear them shouting at each other like, let's go, let's go. And Asha, you recognize the voices as the ones that were fighting with each other. And you notice that one of the humans, her pant leg on her left leg is completely missing. And it looks like it was like ripped off on one side. <laughs> and uh, they all look a little worse and for wear leg. as well. And like there's, they've got like leaves in their hair. Like one of them looks like part of like their shield is missing. And they look like they've been through it about as much as you guys have. I was now gonna say, I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah. We, we look bad too, so. It is now a mad dash to the top. Asha, you are first. What do you want to do? I want to say, hang on, spider monkey. <laughs> I'm going to use my fucking vampire powers to climb that fucker. All right. Asha's using her awesome vampire powers. Hold and you have a spider monkey. It's about, um, it takes you about 15 feet of movement to get to this mm-hmm. actual platform. And then you start to walk up the side of it. Mm-hmm. And you get all 15 feet of your movement to get to the top. And then you get there and stand in there, like floating in the center are these little orbs. And you don't really know what they are. Um, but. But Asha's had a day, so she's gonna grab one. All right. Asha's like, we're fucking over today. Like, this is, we're done. You grab one and it starts to glow in your hand. And it you can feel it and it kind of like connects with your hand and you vanish. Asha's gone. That's the end of Asha. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Asha is gone. Next up is Jazara. And Jazara's kind of look at Valkaria and she's going to do the look where Asha went. Um, where'd Asha go? I don't know. She touched the thingy and she went poof. Hey, we can only we, hope she's gone to a better place. It wasn't my fault this time! We can only hope she's gone to a better place this time. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Wasn't your fault. However, I'm gonna assume we need to get the other two. Because if uh, if they get the other two orbs before we do, then they I don't know what happens to Asha. <laughs> oh dear God. <laughs> and so Jazara is gonna take off full running, and she runs uh, the 15 feet to the platform and then she's going to start to climb um she only has a 30 feet but climbing is not as um fast as your walking speed um so she makes it um about most of the way up she's about two or three feet short from being actually at the top of it um so she is going to take a dash action which means she can get to the top So she's going to take the dash action and to allow her to get all the way up to the top, but she can't grab an orb in this instance, but she is up there. And at that point, it is the other team members and you see two of them rush forward together at the same time. And they kind of like run into each other as they do. And they kind of like shove each other away, but they both start climbing up this platform and they get about halfway up it. And uh, Valkaria, your turn. You're about 15 feet away, getting to the platform, and then you have to go up. Or you could just do something else. I can't jump that high. <laughs> no, but you do have things that will go that far. You do have fly, don't you? I do have fly. You have fly. You have your 
Can I use my mage hand to grab it? Like, can I just fling you my can. mage hand? I'm gonna you fling could. my mage hand. Because mage hand Like, I'm hand gonna run towards it and just fling. Yeah, you can do that. Because mage hand extends a lot further. I believe it's 120 feet. So you can, you activate mage hand and you fling your hand out. And you wrap your mage hand around one of these hands and you just yank it back as quick as you can. And this orb pops into your hand and Valkyria vanishes. And what you don't hear... It's just already, oh, fucking come on! <laughs> Where did you go? Where the fuck is everybody going? And uh, you don't hear that, though, but you do you do vanish. And <laughs> luckily, with Asha gone, Jazara is now at the top of the initiative, and that allows her to grab the final orb. She's not happy about it, because she's, she's the only one fucking here as a bunch of these team, uh, the other team starts crawling up this rock. But she grabs the last orb and she just kind of flips them off as she goes. And she good girl, vanishes. yeah. And she vanishes as well. And you guys have all appeared at the front entrance of the maze. And Jadun is there giving a <laughs> slow clap. I still would like to picture it as the end of the Goblet of Fire. And there's a band, and but we're just all kind of burnt <laughs> and like that's fair. You're gonna hear faint off in the distance and but nobody feels like celebrating yeah. she just kind of looks at the both of you like well thanks for that yeah yeah well we won we won what we we win? and <laughs> the little orbs <laughs> are gone but jadun like approaches you and is like congratulations you have demonstrated your ability to work effectively as a team. You sure about that? Sure about that? You sure about, sure that? about that? You sure about that? It's like you have managed to do what <laughs> few others have. And then as Shadun is saying that, like there's little poofs as the failed teams appear in just disgruntled heaps. One team fully unconscious and covered <laughs> in slime. You don't know why, you don't know how, unconscious, covered in slime. Some of the druids come over and just start dragging them away, leaving a trail <laughs> of like slime behind them. Uh, the team that you guys had been competing against are fist fighting with one another. And there is another team that just seems like very like wholesome. And they had like a little, like they looked like they were drawing the map of the maze as they went. And we're trying to like keep track of where they had been. And one of them is holding like a little spool of string. And it's like, oh, we see, we should have taken that last turn. Yeah. And they all go, mm -hmm. <laughs> and then they just kind of like walk off. And, uh, but you are covered in soot standing there. And Jadun like uh, pulls out this little pouch and said, these are for you and hands them to Valkaria. Thank you. What is it? I don't. I'll what just... is it? Here, you open it. <laughs> I will. She opens it. Okay. And she finds. You open this little pouch, and then three little runes fall out of it. And they're about, they're made of wood, and they're probably no bigger than a quarter. And they have the same rune on them. And Jadun says, These are communication runes. Ooh. If you wear them, you will be able to communicate silently 
with the other people <laughs> wearing them up to uh 100 feet Ooh. Is, is there a uh <laughs> i only laugh because you'd be able to communicate silently with other people <laughs> uh is there a shelf life on these runes oh good question good question <laughs> Uh, there's no shelf life. They will let you communicate to one another up to 100 feet away. Um, it doesn't require spell slots or anything like that. Um, you do have to, like, you can just use it to talk to one another like we do with texting. Like, just back mm -hmm. and forth. Um, and it's, it's your thoughts, basically. But there is a limit per message of about 25 words. So you can't, 25 like, words, okay. So you can't just go on, like, an absolute tangent. Um, the other people it'll just are... it'll just stop in the middle <laughs> yeah mid work yeah like like a voicemail that just went on too long um and then the it, other and then the next one will be like i can't believe you cut me off pretty much um the the people who you have to be wearing it for one thing um it doesn't really it just has to be on your person basically okay. so it's, like it can be like, in a pocket it can be in a pocket. Um, Val, if you wanted to like affix it to one of your horns or something like that, you could do it. You guys could turn it into an Put earring in if your you bra. wanted. Put it in your Only bra. Only fish go in the bra. But oh. it would be safe in the bra. Um, I like the idea of the earring thing. I'm gonna, okay. yeah, Val's going to put it on her, on her horns. And uh, so you guys can um, wear them however you like. You can even think about it. You don't have to decide that now. You can put it on a string if you wanted and wear it like a necklace, um, bracelet, whatever you'd like to do. Actually, um, Val is going to give it to the Sableye because he lives on her horns. The Sableye, the Marble Eye, I'm sorry. Would that count, though? <coughs> um, or are we going to get the Marble you know, Eye? You're going to get some sound very like... vacant thoughts of the Marble Eye. Um, it's you just going to sound like it... Brute screaming. <laughs> <laughs> or that was a little toad. That was a little toad, but that's fine. Like, you can attach it to your horn and just have the marble eye hold on to it if you would cool. like. Cool, I'll attach it to a horn for him to play with. Go for it. There you go. And, it's like, so from now on, horn. the marble eye, when he's sitting on your horn, is kind of, like, holding on to this rune. Um, but you do have, yeah, you have to be wearing it for it to work. And um, 25 words. The person, the other people wearing it can choose to reject it if they want to. Um, like, if... Reject just a very <laughs> a very inopportune moment of like you're trying to get contact it's just like no no um but yeah so you guys can wear those however you would like and it lets you talk to one another so i'm sorry i set you on fire we will talk about it later <laughs> i need to do something about my hair <laughs> Is there a is there a hairstylist in the in the festival or is it There's will there be one or we'll be back at the Wistful Waters? Can we fix that? Like she said, there's a there's a hairdresser in the festival, so you but can buy just about anything here. So okay. if you would like to try and fix it at the end first and then come back, and like if it doesn't work, whatever you find there and try getting a haircut or something, you could do that too. The, I, well, I'm just thinking, like, is there, like, an Olaplex treatment? <laughs> <laughs> or, you Some know. Some keratin treatment. Yeah. There you go. You can certainly try that oh. if you would like. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so you guys have 
won the maze. You've won, um, well, you you won from the maze, but you lost a little too. So you lost a little hair or something. A little something, something. But yeah, you guys um, are all put together in ash and soot and burns. But you have <laughs> communication devices that will let you talk to one another now. But we aren't um, talking to each other right now. But you're not talking to... Like, it is very silent in that <laughs> little, uh, little message system right there. It is very... very no one silent. is actually wearing it right now. It's yeah, like they, it's, it's in a... It's in a bag and stuff like that. It's just like, yeah. Like, Jazara kind of looks at it. She's like, I'll, I'll figure out some way to attach it later. <laughs> Everybody gets nipple rings. <laughs> <laughs> One runes to cut everyone's nips. <laughs> get a belly button ring. <laughs> Alphindrin will be real surprised. <laughs> the worst thing is, is, like, if they're doing things and he touches it, Will the other two hear it? <laughs> Rip that shit off! Like, I don't want anyone to hear it! <laughs> Keep some oh. stuff private. Don't. Of course, it, of course, if he's good at what he needs to do, Valkaria will be just thinking, ah. <laughs> <laughs> But do you want to hear Valkaria going, ah? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> But hopefully it won't be too graphic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please remember to remove all communication jewelry before hooking up. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. So you guys... Because uh, unfortunately, I don't think there's going to be a scenario in which we are more than 100 feet away. <laughs> and you're... I mean, like, we have to stay nearby so that we true. can find you. <laughs> there. Like, unless she goes and looking for Althindra now while the other two are doing other things in the festival, like, oh, she's getting a haircut and Jazara's competing in the finals for her archery tournament. Unless she goes and finds Althindra now and takes him back to his, takes him back to their room, I don't really think there's a scenario where you're more than 100 feet away. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not how I thought that would go, but I feel like there's going to be... Un why why do you think that don't have any preconceived notions about how anything is gonna go with no. this group? Oh my, god. oh my god. No, I wanted you guys to have a communication device so you quit saying extremely awkward and like war starting <laughs> things in front of political people. Why does it all come back to you? <laughs> I mean, I guess we get cool shit. But you know, you know. Catch to the nips. Oh, Lord. There you go. You can make yours in the shape of a fish, Valkaria. Where there's always a fish in your bra. You can't see it, but she has the pen cap from the fish. Oh, Just, Lord. Yeah. Oh, I have regrets already. <laughs> already. All right. With that fun note and the last half of the day of the festival in front of you we will end our session here huzzah huzzah, huzzah! none of us are dead barely yeah. i wasn't expecting that i will admit i was not expecting you whether or not nearly kill everyone whether or not valkaria makes it to the next session is uh... oh she'll make it to the next session whether she makes it out of the mm. next session 
Yes. That's very, very fair. I was going to say, if Asha doesn't kill her, like, let's say Asha's hair is not fixable. Val is dead. I have the very... (laughs) I have the very... Wow, Asha is vain, but it's fine. (laughs) Um... It's the one thing she has left. <laughs> she has no order. She has her hair. Okay. The order, her order was left behind when she left. When they she left the home. She left home, and she left all sense behind. <laughs> and now she suffers. Yep, she, she suffers. suffers. Now she just suffers a lot. <laughs> so Sounds about leave, right. leave her and her hair alone. <laughs> but yeah, it so you guys. Really we will get to the rest of day two of the festival, um, including the finals for Jazara, as well as assuming everybody survives to the meteor shower. Woo-hoo! Oh, that's right. And don't you have like date part two for that? Don't right? Right. I'm guessing there's going to be a date part two. I hope so. Did you? Because like make I kissed him good night and you shoved him out the door. So like we never really got to talk about. I next didn't time. shove him out the door. I shoved you in the door. Okay, you shove me in the Slight door and then close the door on his face. So. And to be fair, after you kissed him, you left. Like that was, that was that was not an Asha thing. That was a hey, I'm gonna kiss him and leave. So yeah, <laughs> bye. Okay, exactly. So we will see how the rest of that goes. You are going to have to make a point to like find Althendren because you did not make any plans to meet up with him for day two. Um, with the way well, things have been going, I'm sure Alcindrin will find Val. I mean, that's valid too. <clears throat> but yeah, so you guys have survived at least for part of the day, and we'll see how that goes. And hopefully, you survive the rest of it. Huzzah! Hopefully. Here's to hoping we survive. Hopefully, hopefully. All right, ladies. Bye. Okay. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you too. Bye. Tune in next week for more fuckery because we have some serious questions and concerns.